Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. 20% return. Turn your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby bag ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. Walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a medium pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. You are listening to sportsovertime.com. Your blood, our sweat, your tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. You are listening to sportsovertime.com, where the clock doesn't matter. This is a show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. Santana. 
everybody welcome to episode 14 episode 14 it's been a while we were on a, a two-week hiatus this is the weekly sports drop i'm your host jazz santana i am joined here by my good friend robbie campbell again who continuously is breaking the headphones here first he's stealing them now he's breaking them i don't know what's going on with the guy man he's all over the place he can't fit her on my gigantic head you gotta get it together robbie man he was on the camera <laughs> <laughs> break out <laughs> It's the uh, the biggest game of the year right now for the Hurricanes tomorrow. Uh, yeah. it's, big, it's, a, it's the biggest it's game big, in a long time. Until next week. Right? Yeah. yeah, until next week, right? Yeah, exactly. If they win. If, if, they not, win. if, if not, it's a wash. So, uh, But, uh, yes, Miami and Virginia Tech. My, uh, my, uh, actually, my guests tonight are, again, we're going to bring on Eric Morello. Uh, he seems to be a, a resident co- uh, guest now on, on, on the show. Yeah, big, cool. big recruiting news this week. Yes, big, big recruiting we won't talk. We won't get into it until we we speak to Eric. But uh, he's going to be on early, and then we uh, we go right into some Miami Virginia Tech stuff where we are going to have Devin Perez. He's a former fullback. I don't know what's going on over here with just messing with everything today, man. I don't know what is going on with the guy. I have no idea. Anyways, uh, yes, we've got um, Devin Perez, former fullback for the Virginia Tech from 2004 to 2007. Happens to be a good friend of mine. Uh, that's the only reason we're having a hokey on, all right? He's, he's a friend. So, now, but we'll have him. We have to have come an enemy on. on. We had that Florida State guy. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. So, you know, we, we have to hear from the enemy. We, we do. We do. And uh, he's a good dude. So, um... And then uh, I've got a surprise Miami Hurricane guest that I didn't announce till till late last night. We've got Greg Cooper, G. Coop, on the show as well. And we're also going to talk to Abraham Cowell. I've had him on the podcast before. He uh, represents, he's a vice president for first-round management, represents uh, some of the fighters like John Bones Jones, Demetrius Johnson, George Masvidal. Uh, we're going to talk about UFC 217 with him. So he's over in New York right now for the fights. And uh, we're going to call him and talk to him about a little bit about the return of GSP. Oh. All right, so that's going to be exciting. Him against uh, Michael Bisping and uh, some of the things in the, in the UFC world. We're actually going to talk to him as well. So we've got we've got a jam-packed night tonight. It, it, it's going to be exciting. So uh, just uh, tune in. Tune in. Robbie, talk to me. Oh, tune in. Tune in. <laughs> Hopefully. Stay, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned in. Stay tuned in. Uh, Robbie, talk to me a little bit about uh, what your thoughts are on this uh, Miami-Virginia Tech game. Jazz, you know, you know when you have a when you when you've had a wild and crazy party, eventually you have to wake up the next morning and clean up, or eventually there's a, there's a time in everybody where the bill is due, and the way the Hurricanes have been playing every single week, it's at a party, you know, the comeback against Florida State, the comeback against Georgia Tech, the miracle Langham catches, you know, surviving against Syracuse, the for those are like okay. Florida State's a rivalry game on the road. Georgia Tech, you know, their triple option can mess people up. Syracuse, you know, they're just coming out of a victory over Clemson. You know, they're, they're a pretty good squad. Dina Baber's a coach on the rise. And then you're not feeling too bad. Even though you're losing close, all, you're winning all these close games, you're like, all right, you're winning. That's all that matters. Those three, a win was a win, and you were definitely happy about the win. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize for winning. I mean, I understand it's been tough, but I'm going to Last week against North Carolina, the Canes won, but I couldn't be more infuriated with the game. 
and how the Canes could have easily put them away. Up 11, they get an interception. They're on, they're on the North Carolina 20. A touchdown ends the game. A field goal is good, oh, pretty good there. You're still up by two touchdowns. And a low block, and then an interception. And North Carolina miraculously gets back in the game. These guys are 1-7, and seven, and it's just like, bro. It's going to be a rough one against Virginia Tech. The bill is going to be due. We've had our party. It's been fun. But now we got to pay the piper. I mean, I, I, it, it was really ugly last week. Yeah, it was ugly. It was sloppy. Um, we, we definitely should have put them away when we had a chance. I mean, how, how, think about this, Jazz. One and seven North Carolina. You commit, You get, You get. forced five, what was it, five turnovers on North Carolina. I know that. I I four, four interceptions and a fumble. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The fumble. Five turnovers yeah, that's right. against a one and seven North Carolina team. And you win by five. Yeah. I mean, how many points did they, have, did they get off those turnovers? Ten points maybe at maybe. the most? T- tops. I mean, I mean that so game should have turnovers canceled out. I mean, the Canes had two of their own. Right. Well, that game should have been 50. 50 to 10. 50 to whatever, 19. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it should have been a blowout. We should have handled business there. Uh, so, I, I, you know, everybody that I talk to is nervous about this game. And it's crazy because I, uh, you know, in different circumstances, I would say, yeah, we've got to be nervous about this game. But at the same time, you can kind of look at it the other way, right? These guys, all these games that, they're, that are close, that they've been winning, they're usually losing. So maybe it's maybe it's a process. I, mean, I, I, I hate to say that, but maybe it's a process, and they're learning how to win, right? And now they're winning the close games as opposed to losing the close games, even if it's to a crappy team, a one-seven North Carolina team, uh, you know, a, a, a half decent. I mean, that's, that's the only one I'm really upset yeah. about is that one. The other three, you know, whatever. Those are still pretty pretty good teams. I don't Syracuse think. is not a bad team. The ACC is a strong team, and and, and, and Florida State, I, you, th- you throw the records out. I know it's cliche, but you throw the records yeah. out. It's it's a rivalry game. By the way, it. Ruben, uh, Ruben, he comments and he's. He he wants to know what's going on this weekend. You know, Ruben from uh, you're the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben. What's going on? Well, and not, not just that. How about this? When, when was the last time this happened, Jazz? Yeah. Saturday night, prime time. Yes. Games, and that's Sunday night football. Dolphins both at home at Hard Rock City. What was that? That's never happened ever. No. Has had to have. I mean, yeah. the old days of the Orange Bowl. Yeah. It's been. It's been, uh, it's been Here's, here's funny. I mean, you want to talk about the Dolphins. You want to talk about an ugly team, a, a sloppy team. You're talking about the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, four, four, what's funny is if they win, they're five and three. They're right, they're right back. They're, they're, they're probably they're in, the, right they're, in the playoffs if the, if the season ends. I know. I know they have to wait for the Jacksonville result, but Buffalo lost last right. night. Right, and, and that's another one. The Buffalo Bills. I thought. I, I mean, I picked them up as my defense yesterday because my defense had a bye on in fantasy football. I picked up the Bills, thinking, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna just destroy the Jets. And they lost the Jets. Uh, yeah. so it's, I mean, the league's all over the place right now. The NFL is all over the place. But back to the Cates. Yes. yes. I don't know. You, you, we're saying you know, win is a win. You know, they're they're winning all these close games, and it might be it might be good for you know, the lo- for the Canes in the long run. But we can't really complain about a win. But let me turn back the clock a little bit to 2013. Remember that season? Uh, you start off, you beat Florida, it down here. When Florida was ranked, and then Florida, they throw up. It turns out Florida was four and eight. They were horrible that year. Yeah. And then you know you had to survive games uh, at North Carolina, zero dark Thursday, that Thursday night game where uh, I believe Dallas Crawford had a touchdown. And yeah, Dallas minute. Crawford went went off in that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh. And then you had, then you had, you needed to score a touchdown in the last minute at home to beat Wake Forest that year. So they were surviving, winning a bunch of bad close ACC games. And then they were 7-0, and just, just like Miami is right now. 7-0. and And then they had to play Florida State. 
at Florida State. This is this, this is ranked. This is Jameis Winston. Florida State was huge favorites. They were in the top ten, also. Weren't yes, they? Yeah. we were in the top ten because we kept surviving against right. bad ACC teams. Right. And you kept telling yourself, "Hey, a win is a win." You know, you're winning all these close games. At the end of the day, you're seventh in the country. And then what happened? Florida State wins 41-14. And the Canes lose the next week to Virginia Tech pretty badly. And then they lose to Duke a couple yeah, of years. It just came off, it yeah. Just, it just crashed. And they didn't win the Coastal. And they ended up going we from 7-0 to 9-4. And they got blasted in the bowl game by Louisville. So I, I, I want to say this is a different story because we're not facing FSU. But we're, mean, facing, we're facing a really yeah, good Virginia Tech. Home as opposed yeah. to going to Tallahassee right. and James. And we have Notre Dame at home as well, which is good. They're both on the road. Uh, they're both at home. Uh, Notre Dame is uh, better than Virginia Tech, I think. Uh, so I'm. Uh... Now let me ask you this, this question, Jazz. This has been the this has been the hottest topic of the week. Uh, the hottest topic. I've been arguing with this with, with me and Tobin. I've been arguing against Beast and Leroy about this. You have to pick one of the two. For you, Virginia Tech, you more than likely win the Coastal. You would be Virginia Tech, but you're gonna. Or would you rather win the game against Notre Dame? No, I'm taking I'm taking the win over Virginia Tech. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because you win the Coastal, so you have a chance at the ACC championship. You're gonna probably you're gonna probably play Clemson, right? Unless NC State beats Clemson. Uh, don't they play them this week? Yeah, they play them this yes, weekend yeah. as well. Yeah. So if NC State beats Clemson, then you've got NC, NC State, State if you be, yeah. in in the uh, in the ACC championship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I take that with an opportunity. Again, even if they win a one-loss. Okay, better question is, does a one-loss team in the ACC, with a, ACC champion with a one-loss, do they make it to the playoffs? Probably. Uh, it is. I mean, I mean, if the Canes, if the Canes, you know, beat Virginia, if they beat Virginia Tech, they lose to Notre Dame. Notre Dame is not in the ACC. I mean, football-wise. I mean, you're still going to be behind Notre Dame because they have one loss. And they, and they were right. beating you. They have the tiebreaker. Unless they lose, which they have like three or four still. I mean, they, 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 got, they, got, they got Stanford at the end. Yeah, Stanford, right? They don't, have a, they don't have a conference championship game. No, they don't. So, I think they got they got week four this week. They're going to schedule that we do, right? So yeah, I mean, say, I mean we got, got Navy at home. They should be Navy and, right. and Wake at home. They got to go to Stanford the last game of the season. Exactly. That, that's losable, especially the way Bryce Love has been playing. Right. And, but here's my thing. I would rather be Notre Dame. Okay. And here's why. Tell me why. You know, everyone's talking about the Coastal, you know, and whatever. We're only, we're only this fired up about the Coastal because we've never won it before. The Canes have never won it before. You know, you, even though you have a chance every single year to win the Coastal, you, you, you can try again for the Coastal next year. You, can, you play Virginia Tech every year. Notre, the Canes have not beaten Notre Dame since 1989. Now, they've only played four times since then. They lost in 1990, and that was the last game of that series, that classic rivalry series. And then they played again in the Sun. They, had, they didn't play again until I believe 2012 when they right. played in the Sun Bowl. Right. And got blasted. And then they played that Shamrock Series game in Chicago and got blasted 41-3. And then last year, and last week, last year was a close game, but and it was a terrible Notre Dame team. And their team went four and eight, and yeah. one of the four wins was against the Hurricanes. And so I just, I think beating Notre Dame, it sends a huge, it sends a huge message to the program. It's the, it's, I mean, I know it's not a rivalry as far as because they don't play every year, but we, so we saw that thirty for thirty that Notre Dame came out with that propaganda. Out, I want to beat Notre Dame. I want to beat those stupid domers. I mean, I don't know, I don't know one hokey. Maybe no one hokey, but I know plenty of domers that I want to have to deal with. And I'll, I'll, I'll take my chances, because even if you lose to Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech still has three games left in the ACC. Yeah, but who do they play? They Who's got at Georgia Tech. Okay. 
Well, I mean, the triple option can mess Yeah, it's always a tough game, right? And I think they have Pitt at home. Pitt's playing a lot better. But they're playing tough. Yeah, they're playing a lot better now. Blacksburg. And then the last game of the season, I know it's a rivalry game, but it's at Virginia. They always they always beat Virginia. Well, Virginia's awesome. a tough team as well. Yeah. Hey, listen, the ACC is strong, man. It's it's a good conference. It's a good conference. Uh, I'm, I'm still taking the win. I'd rather win. Again, I'd rather win against Virginia Tech. I understand what you're saying about Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame. I hate Notre Dame as well. So I want to see them. Okay, you know. I, I want to see them beat both teams, okay? But I, yeah, I'm going to be greedy. I want to see them yeah. beat both teams. But if, if I had to choose between one and the other, ACC championship game, man, the opportunity to play in a playoff, absolutely, absolutely. Not not only that, if we make it, I mean, if we get to that point where we're in the ACC championship game, okay, as opposed to beating Notre Dame, losing to Virginia Tech, playing in a uh, a less I guess a less significant bowl game as opposed to beating Virginia Tech. And even if we lose in the ACC championship game, we're still going to get a really good bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does wonders for recruiting. It does wonders for players. I, I think the bowl you know, game, and that's, that's important. Going to the ACC championship game and losing, I think, gets you in the same place as not making the championship game but beating Notre Dame. I think, the, 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 I think you're going to the Orange Bowl. The, you're going to the Orange Bowl. think it's the, the same thing then? It's, just, it's the same thing. Yeah. You're not going to win the ACC championship. It's different. But if you're going to lose the ACC championship game and lose to Notre Dame, I, I think it gets you. It gets you the same place as beating Notre Dame and not playing in that in that championship game. I think it, you you go to the same bowl game. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, the, the only way, the only the only way I take Virginia Tech. The only way I would take the Virginia Tech deal is if I could get a rematch with Notre Dame in the college football playoff. Oh, that'd be nice. That that's the only on that's that'd the only scenario where I think it could happen. That could happen. That could very well happen. If, if, if that scenario played out where the Canes beat Virginia Tech, lose to Notre Dame, win the ACC title game, you have to figure Notre Dame wins out. Alabama. And- Here's what's going to happen. Exactly. You still have Alabama and Georgia right now. they got to play each other. they got to play each other in the, uh, the SEC championship. They, they, might, they, right? might, they might both make the playoff, even if one of them loses because they're both pretty legit. But let's, let's, let's just say, for argument's sake, one of them doesn't make the playoff. You still have the opportunity of Notre Dame and Miami. I, the committee, uh, the committee, or whoever does this, Kirby uh, Hocutt. Yeah, Kirby Hocutt. Great. Our old friend, <laughs> yeah, our old friend Kirby <laughs> I mean, they're probably going to give the nod to an SEC team, regardless of how good that that conference is, or how good the ACC is, as opposed to to the SEC. Chances are they're going to give the nod to to a Georgia team or, or an Alabama team over over an ACC team. So I, I'd rather not take those chances. Yeah. I'd rather beat Virginia Tech. That and, and and that brings me to to that point again. I'd rather beat Virginia Tech, make it to the ACC championship, and uh, balls in our court. There at that point, it's it's up to us. We either win or we don't. And if we if we lose, chances are we're not going to make the playoffs. But let's just put it this way: a one, one loss UM team is not going to make the playoffs. If the Canes beat Virginia Tech tomorrow, I'm not going to be looking at the Florida, the, the, the Notre Dame game and be like, oh, bro, we already, we, it's a free roll. We already got the win against Virginia Tech. If we lose to Notre Dame, okay, big deal. No, I'm going to be super depressed if we lose to Notre Dame. Even after even after beating Virginia Tech, like going to the ACC championship game, that's not going to comfort me enough to getting over the depression of losing to Notre Dame. I, 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 you're, you're in the red. I think uh, it's a net loss. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm, a, I'm with it. I'm not okay the with flip it. side, you lose to Virginia Tech. Oh man, we're we're you're still. I mean, you still you're not. I wouldn't say you're dead in the coastal if you lose to Virginia Tech, but there's still you know you still have a somewhat decent shot. And then you beat Notre Dame, you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be fired up, and then you're gonna think you're gonna you're gonna think you have a chance to win the coastal. And you're gonna be watching Virginia Tech, hoping they lose one of their next two games. And I think I'll be feel I'll feel more positive at the end of the day. Yes, you don't control your own destiny if that happens, right? You don't. 
well, you got to wait for Virginia Tech to lose. And so there's still, there's still that element of you're still going to be nervous. I, I'm not going to be ex- – I'll be excited at that point. But then once that, that euphoria ends, that euphoria just goes away the next two or three days, I'm going to be like, oh, crap. Now, I, I, I think Leon Sussie said it best in that propaganda 30 for 30 that Notre Dame put out there. <laughs> like, yeah, not the 88 game, the Hurricanes could have settled for the tie, kicked the extra point, and went – and they lost, and they could have they could have played for the tie and, and shared a championship with Notre Dame. But Leon Cersei said he wouldn't have worn that ring knowing he had to share with Notre Dame to do it. There you That's, go. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go down. I'd rather beat Notre Dame. But, but you know what? I don't want to make the ACC championship game if we're not going to beat Notre Dame. Unless I can get a rematch in the playoff. Well, let's get a rematch then. <laughs> hey, we'll be back. We're going to be back with uh, Eric Moreno after the break, uh, and, uh, and we'll go from there, guys, on the uh, weekly sports drop. Here we go. Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steamed fish, stewed fish, uh, conch fritters, conch salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best and Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday. Stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cups, hot salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the sports. Brothers Radio Show. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. 
Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. This is where we start out, you know, from getting all this great experience working in college radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Ace of Fades. Hey, it's Lon Freeman from Intercom Radio, and you're listening to SportsOverTime.com. Guys, we're back here on the weekly sports drop with your host, Jeff Santana. We're on the campus of Miami Media School uh, over in Mary Brickle Village. We are also on Facebook Live, Miami Media School. You can also hear us on sportsovertime.com with my friend Robbie. We are joined now by Kings Insight writer, recruiter, high school guy. We're talking about Eric Morrow. Back on the show again. You're the resident guest here on the, on the weekly sports show. Now, man, you're going to be a legend over here, dude. <laughs> a legend. I like that. What's going on, buddy? How you doing, buddy? Always. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm chatting in the. All right, man. Belen versus Chase. Okay. Guys, completely breaking out on me here. I mean, what's your wild game? Don Shane to leave the game early with an injury. Oh no. The pace defense was shutting him down all game long. Oh wow. Okay. All right. What's the final score? Though? I think 14-0 pace. So, so base beat, pace beat them. Yeah, Belen plays a lot of those 14-0 games. They run that, that option, that, not yeah. option, but that wing tee. Yeah, that they take wing a lot tee. of time off the clock. Yeah, uh, that, that sucks, though, to hear that Don Chaney went down with an injury. So, but, uh, Yeah, he's, he's fine, though. Yeah, okay, cool. Good, good. Anyways, hey, let's get, let's get into it. Right? Biggest, game of the year, biggest game for the Miami Hurricanes in a long time. Um, I, I, biggest game in 10 years. In 10 years. That's what I'm saying, yeah, 10 years. I've been following you with them. <laughs> Since you <laughs> Since I've been watching UM since since '09, this is the biggest game I've ever seen UM play. Hopefully, it goes down to a victory. You're, you're a young buck, man. So wait, he's wait, he's, he's so I think he he might have been barely alive yeah. to see that 2001 national championship. Man, I feel I'm this, two years old. Two years old. Yeah, you don't even know what was going on. That he was, he, that's when he started doing his recruiting. Yeah, he was, he was still, <laughs> hey, you're still taking a crap in your diapers, dude. All right. So he's. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's only been he hasn't seen that much great Hurricanes football. Game. Yeah, That's, I feel bad. He missed it. I was crying in 2002. The last, the last two. Yeah, I was probably crying because I, I probably pulled my pants. <laughs> I mean, wow, that's 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 something, man. So tell me, tell me real quick, what does this game? Okay, and I know we spoke about this in the FSU Miami game. What does this game do for recruiting? Because now I mean, we've had some shakeups, and we'll, we'll get into that now. But um, what does that do for recruiting? This game. This is this is the game. This is, this it, huh? is the game that you hear everybody talk about it. How in Miami this game or they back. Miami has Miami joined the ACC in 2004 and did a dominant conference because they haven't won an ACC coastal title in 13 years the year mark this the Miami going to win the coastal one team will eventually win it but is this a team and is this a team map this but they win this game it will it won't solidify that they're back obviously they need to win national championship but they're taking the Another step, another on the map. Another step towards greatness. I don't know if I'm going to put them at their back. I'm not. I'm not a big the U is back. Guy. I don't think they're back yeah. until they win. A yeah, they got to win a national championship for me to say the U is back, man. Um, I mean, no, are, are we on pace? Are we? Are we getting there? Maybe. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. This is the biggest test, considering how sloppy our offense is, has been. But I, and, and, and getting back to my point, Robbie, I never got to it, actually. I never got to the full point was... I should have do that. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not completely nervous about this game. I think, I think this game, you're going to see a completely different... And I hope, I, this is wishful thinking, maybe. But you're going to see a completely different offense. You're going to see them firing all cylinders. I think Malik Rozier finally has that game that we've been looking for, right? That full... full quarter game 48 minutes is it 48 minutes are we playing 12 minute quarters yeah, no, it's, it's, it's 60 minutes 50 minutes it's 50 50 minute quarters yeah i'm thinking basketball yeah later. yeah wait is basketball 15 minutes no, also? basketball is 12 minutes okay 12 yes. at, at least I'm the place man but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game that breakout game that we've all been looking for yes he, he can put it together in the second half or he has one really good quarter uh a quarter and a half i think this is a game that really you know, he, he, he kind of puts it all together. I, I, I think it's going to come down to defense. I don't think this is going to be an offensive game. Mm-hmm. This is either, uh, either party. This is awesome. This is awesome radio. You have to see who makes in the one-on-one matchups. Who Richard going to his battle against the corners. Are the D-line going to win their battles against the O-line? It's just all about individual battles. And, and whoever wins the most battles makes the fewest mistakes. Eric, you know, when, we play, when the Canes play Florida State, obviously it's a huge recruiting battle. A lot of recruits watching this game. Some make the decision based on the winner of this game. Is, does Virginia Tech, is there any recruits battling, you know, that between Miami and Virginia Tech that might make the decision based on this game? Can you repeat? I can barely. Yeah, yeah, Eric. Um, you know, I'm saying, you know, Miami and Florida State—they have plenty of recruiting battles. And when that game happens, a lot of times the winner of that game decides where the recruit is going to go play football. Is there a similar? Yes, yes. I'm saying, is there any recruits out there that are waiting on pins and needles for the winner of this Miami and Virginia Tech game to make the decision? Go ahead. No, it's not. now. Yeah, we're having some issues here with Eric. 
attention of a guy like Makai Park. Pennsylvania, get attention of a guy like Tyson Campbell, who obviously is interested in you on, but this is a game. And show recruits that are in Miami's business. Miami's for real now. Miami can actually. This is not very good. I think we lost Eric now. No, he's here. Yeah, he's here. Your reception is so bad, dude. <laughs> It's better, and that's why everything about Belen is terrible. <laughs> okay. Well, they always win every year. Columbus yeah, no kidding. Every year. Yeah. So okay. So let's let's, let's talk about a couple of other things then. Um, the, 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 the I guess some of the big news is the flip, right, or quote unquote flip for Arthur Sikowski, where he uh, flipped to the Rutgers, the four-star quarterback out of IMG Academy. I know that's his hometown. Um, is that something that we uh, we Guys, because you're in the know, kind of expected. Did you guys see that coming? Is it a little bit of a shock? I did not see that coming. That, when I saw that on Twitter, I was completely shocked. But I don't think, I don't think it's the end of the world, really. I think there's other guys you can go after. The guy that I really, I mean, to go after is Dorian Thompson Robinson out of Fisher form, and that kid can really sling the ball. Let's see the quarterback going to Vegas with Brandon Jordan. Yeah. And you slick him, and uh, another kid, uh, his coach might get fired. So you never know what can happen if his coach gets fired. The door might open, and wow. maybe you have to come in and steal him. Who's that? Which kid is that? Dorian Thompson Robinson, yeah. the kid that plays with Brevin Jordan. Yeah. Right. Okay. 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 Eric, I just want to make sure. Eric, let me let me ask you something. You know, I didn't know this. Until I saw another post too that Miami might be looking at Matt Corral of US. It's very funny if they take a UF commit and the Gators always saying this guy is better than Sikowski. That would be really funny if UF actually steals Yeah, from, from what I hear, it's a bit of a head case, right? Quote, unquote, savior. But from what I hear, it's a bit of a head case, this Matt Corral. Yeah, a lot of fighting. Fought. I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember who he got in a fight with his son at his school. With his with somebody's son with a son. He got in a fight with some famous person's son, and wow. that's the reason why he had to leave his old school. Wow. Okay. He's an All-American, so. Well, Eric is an All-American. That's true. So back to back to Sikowski, Eric. Um, you know, I, I didn't know this until after he flipped to Rutgers that he was benched at IMG this year. And so was it was it was it, was there any chance that that this is kind of like you know he was flipping to Rutgers? And then maybe Miami, and maybe Miami was kind of pushing him to, to flip away back, flip back he to. A little bit into. I, I think you're asking about because the section is so bad. I think you're asking about him getting benched. Yeah. And like how that fit, played into you onto recruiting in him. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Yeah, I think it, it could have played a big role because obviously you UM doesn't want you UM obviously has a guy like Brian Hightower who's his teammate and he couldn't get him the ball. So how, how, if he's not going to get the top athletes in the nation the ball. And how is he going to win the job at the University of Miami, one of the most elite schools in the nation? Oh, I'm with you. I get it. I get it. Let's okay. So let's let's flip over to somebody else who finally uh, kind of a, an, an offer that we've all been waiting for uh, to come down. Right is Andrew Chatfield, the uh, defensive end out of uh, is it Chaminade? Is it or Champagne? Where is it Chaminade? Oh, it's Chaminade. Yeah. It's Chaminade. Oh, is it Andrew Chatfield. Yeah, 
Indian Heritage Plantation, teammates with Tyson Campbell and Nessa Silvera. So uh, we saw Nessa, we saw Nessa tweet uh, yesterday, um, you know, to kind of uh, kind of stay tuned and, and, and went with some big eyes. Uh, you think he's, he's kind of talking about Tyson Campbell? Is he talking about Chatfield? Who, what, do you, what do you think is going on there? Uh, is that, you know, if he's talking about someone, we it. I think we lost him now. I think we definitely. The, the tweet that he put out, right. he was talking about Andrew Shafter getting the offer. Okay, okay, so just getting the offer, not possibly. Yeah, just getting the offer. Sneak peek into the offer. Ah, okay. So I thinking? think it's a big offer actually, because he he was a guy. I remember I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. He was very it's the same thing about Cam Davis. I remember Cam Davis before he was offered. Always said negative things about Miami. He could play Miami, and they weren't paying him any attention. Right. Okay. So what do you think you think that the uh, to Miami. This is bad. Are they gonna? Are, 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 so what do you think he's gonna? Flip? You think he flips? Well, he's not committed anywhere right now. Not bad, guys. What's up? But I can definitely see him going to you. Yeah, I can so see that. Already committed. They're high at Tyson Campbell. Okay. Well, listen, Eric, um, I think we're going to let you go. The, the, uh, the reception is pretty bad, but you got to get on the line as fast as you can, dude. Plan, and we're school plan. It's like a plan over there, dude. I don't know you stepped on Jeez. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on. We'll do it again next weekend. Maybe, uh, maybe we can get you a better phone. Maybe we'll get a subject. Service, I don't know what's wrong with their service. Ah, there you <laughs> so go. You can use a landline. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. <laughs> Talk to him. Right, we'll talk, man. All right, he's, he's, yeah, he's gone. I gotta feel bad for him, though, man. I gotta feel bad for him. That was a stormtrooper. That we 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 it out there as best we could. Like he didn't completely die. He, he was just like there. <laughs> he comes back. He's like, oh, we're gonna ride it out. It's not a life support dog. Yeah, I guess it's better, better off to be dead from the beginning. Oh. Insight. Yeah, yeah. We apologize for that. It was a little bit, a little bit sloppy, but it, it's all right. It's Let me all right. Tell you, I, I just one thing. I feel, man. He's eight. What? Well, he's eighteen. Eighteen years old. He, he's only he, the only Hurricanes football he knows is is mediocre. Nah, seven and six, nine and four, nine and four. You know, Golden and Randy Shannon. Football. He didn't even get to see anything good. Like you know, yeah. we, I mean, we saw we we were conscious enough to remember the two thousand one championship. Yeah. Well, I was uh, it was what seventeen years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was eighteen years old, man. Yeah, I remember yeah. it. I remember it. I also remember two thousand two. I remember the Yeah, I remember 91. I remember 91, 92. 91, 92. I was too old. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that a little bit. Not as much, but I remember I was, what, 10 years old at that point? I remember, so. I remember the beatdown of UCLA, and I know not the beatdown, but the uh, the the, the Edward James game. Yeah, the Edward Jades game that, that, that started it all back. That he, was fun. He, he wasn't even alive for that. No, he wasn't. He like, wasn't. He's only, he doesn't know any of the good stuff, basically. That's crazy. He was born in, what, 2000? 1999. 99. 2000, yeah. Wow, he was just getting off of uh, probation. <laughs> uh, you know, listen. Uh, this game—I I don't necessarily think that this game is going to determine if if a, if a, if a kid goes to Virginia Tech or or, or to Miami. I think the, it determines whether they go to Miami or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. We, we don't usually compete for kids with with Virginia Tech. I mean, yeah, they, they, uh, Virginia Tech, West Virginia—they're pulling. They always get guys from Florida. Uh, they get a few here and there, 
but I mean, it's it's not like the, it's it's not guys that were usually going head to head. Especially West Virginia, because you know they have that pipeline with Miramar. Their head coach of Miramar was a West Virginia, right? West Virginia guy. Yeah, so maybe West Virginia, Virginia Tech, Geno Smith. Get the Broward kids or some of their Miami kids. Who's the wide receiver that Geno Smith played with? Oh, that, that he's, in the, he's in the NFL. Uh, well, who? Stedman Bailey? No. Stedman Bailey, yeah. Stedman yeah, Bailey. Came with That's the, right, Stedman Bailey. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's some kids, but I, I think it's it's more of a fact of are, are, are we going to stay home or are we going to go somewhere else? Not necessarily Virginia Tech, maybe a, maybe another another school in the ACC. Speaking, speaking of Virginia Tech, I did not know this until today, but Virginia Tech's quarterback, Josh Jackson, mm-hmm. where he's from? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Is he? And, it, and, and I'm sure I'm looking at you. That's right, yeah. And looking at Michigan, man, you're kind of you're wanting to, you're going to be like, you're regretting not getting him on the team. I know, that's the that's quarterback situation in Michigan, I think they would want to have Josh Jackson in Michigan. And speaking of Michigan, they have a Florida kid as a starting quarterback right now, John O'Corn, uh, St. Well, Thomas Aquinas. That's right. Yeah. Well, he's, oh, now, he, now he's uh, some guy, Peters now. Yeah, the, now it's Peters, yeah. yeah. John O'Corn. Yeah, it was because Spate got injured and they went to O'Corn. And they went to O'Corn. So, yeah, we definitely went off there a little bit. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see. I'm, I'm not too worried about the Sikowski flip. To uh, like you said, he had been benched yeah. at IMG. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't getting the job done there. That's one of the top schools in the country. I mean, you got to be able to, 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 I mean, get the ball to Hightower, get the ball to uh, uh, their running back. I can't remember his last, I think his name is Neil, something Neil. Uh, and Cozy Perry is every good bit as good as everyone's saying he is. I mean, you want. I mean, you, you want to have him out there to play multiple. Well, years. Rick just praised him in his in his latest interview here, uh, you know, talking about the Virginia Tech game, talking about how uh, Perry's starting to make some really nice reads. He's starting to you know tight, tighten up his spiral. He's trying to make some really good throws. So I, I, he's growing. He's going to use a redshirt on this year because you know when he, well, he hasn't played. Yeah, when Malik got injured against Carolina, they brought in Evan Sheriff. Right, which is what they'll do. Which is what they'll do. They're not going to bring in uh, at this point. I don't think Perry plays. I think I think the right thing to do is is to redshirt him mm-hmm. and let him compete next. next well, he's not going to compete next year. 2019. When we first had Eric on, right, the, the, the many weeks ago during Florida State Week, the, the question was who's going to be starting in 2019 in that game against Florida and Orlando. Right, and we, we threw out Sikowski, we threw out Nikosi Perry. And so now it looks like it's clearly got to be it's Nikosi Perry's to lose in 2019. In 2019. I mean, at this point, yes. Now, who knows? Who knows, yeah. Uh, he was talking about uh, the kid over at uh, Bishop Gorman. Yeah, it was supposed to be Jack Allison. You know? oh, yeah. That's another kid, right? Yeah. That he transferred out. Now he's, he's going to West Virginia yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> another Florida kid yeah. going up to West Virginia. Um, but, I mean... I mean, now we have space to, to pick up another quarterback in, in the 2018 class. So, you know, maybe it's a Casey Thompson who's committed over to Texas, Jaron Williams who's committed over uh, to Kentucky. All these guys are all-American quarterbacks. So, I mean, there's a, there's a strong possibility of getting one of those guys as well. So, uh, we'll see. Tyson, Tyson Campbell's another kid that I, that, that I want to see commit to Miami. I mean, his, he's got elite speed. He can play on both sides, both sides of the ball. And you have Andrew Chatfield as well uh, who just received his offer and it's kind of a long time coming for him. So I'm excited. The only problem that I have with him is that he's he's committed to like three different schools. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then decommitted. So when we come back, we will uh, wrap it up a little bit and we will get into Miami, Virginia Tech with some of the guys with Devin Perez, Greg Cooper. And we're also going to talk to Abraham Kawa from First Round Management, talk about UFC 217. So stay, stay tuned. Keep it locked here on the weekly sports drop. This is Jazz Santana, Robbie Campbell, coming at you again. Peace. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. 
Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous 5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only 5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. 5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time off. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings for every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's, legendary baby bag ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his power pizza. Sportsovertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Hey, this is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about Total Life Changes. Yes, Total Life Changes, where the flagship product is the IASO Tea, commonly referred to as the Skin Tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost, and hey, I'm just getting started. Just two 8-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to 5 pounds in only 5 days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website, go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 480-1591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 480-1591. Or email GetDadT at Gmail. That's G-E-T. D-A-T-T-E-A at Gmail, and you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the Nutriburst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products, or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 480-1591, or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A, at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Change. Now streaming online. SportsOverTime.com We are back here. 
Weekly Sports Show. Chad Santana. I'm joined by Robbie Campbell from 790 The Ticket. Nice little shameless plug there on 790 The Ticket. We're on the campus of uh, Miami Media School here. We're also Miami Media School Facebook Live. What's going on, Facebook Live? How are you guys doing? SportsOverTime.com. You can listen to us. There. We'll be on until 8 o'clock tonight. We'll have some more guests coming up soon. At the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have Abraham Kawa from First Round Management. He's going to come on. We're going to talk uh, UFC 217, the return St. Pierre, really good undercard though. It's it's kind of like three main events, three main cards. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see that though. I really want to see the fight. Problem is, I'm gonna be at the UM game. That's a tough transition. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be tough to kind of watch that game, uh, that fight. And it's not like you can go to any, you know. I mean, yeah, there's no there's no big sports bar near the stadium that you can just easily transition to and watch the fight. No, no, not, well, not any sports bar I want to be at. That's yeah. for sure. So. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave that right there. Yeah, they got battle traffic coming back. Gonna, yeah, I mean, the uh-huh. Kane's game should end around 11 15, 11 30. The main events UFC usually don't till like midnight, 12 30. It's still a tight squeeze. You're gonna miss some undercard. Yeah, I'll tell you what I am gonna do tonight. I, I didn't talk about this during the break, but I'm actually gonna go across the street and watch a movie tonight at this new theater here. In oh, Brooklyn yeah, City Center. yeah, Brooklyn Center. It's a really nice theater. Oh, uh, no, I haven't. Ah, uh, it's really, it's they've got. Really, I haven't it's a dining theater. They're not like leather, though. They're they're actually like uh, some sort of fabric, mm-hmm. and they recline. They've got the wood, um, the wood, um, what you call it? Uh, the wood armrest. Uh, armrest. The wood armrest. You can actually press a button. The waiter comes to you. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty legit. And they have a menu and stuff like that. Yeah, it's also twenty five bucks a person yeah, just to watch a damn movie. This is a Thank God I got free passes. Oh, that's my client, so. What? I'm a happy guy there. Whoa. Yeah, shout out to CMX. There you go. Shout out to the center, okay? You're getting, the, you're getting those passes. from you guys, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that should be fun. I'm excited. To that. We, we could bring one of them on here in the studio, and he can t- talk about talk about the Yeah, awesome. we're actually going to try to do an event there. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to try to do something, maybe some sort of game, because they've got some huge big screen TVs oh, yeah. on the outside by, by the lounge, by the by the lobby. It's really, really nice. So you, think you, you think you know? I, I know they have like they have like I know, I've seen the picture. I know they have like twenty TVs out, out yeah, outside. They do. I wonder if you think they'll have you know UFC and the Canes game. They're gonna show the game. They might show one of the other. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they're gonna show both because uh, usually, you know, there's there's a cover for those UFC yeah, UFC yeah, uh, so fights. But fees they gotta pay. Yeah. So and, I and they have a bunch of people cramming in that are not paying to go to the movies just there to watch UFC. <laughs> They're gonna charge. They'll, they'll charge an entrance fee. That's what they'll do. If you're gonna stay there and watch it, well, let's go to the movie. I mean, that, that's your out. If you're going to the if, if you're going to the movie, just pay for the movie. Go watch the movie, and then you go to an early movie, and then watch the fight right after. You know, you're I, good. I think I just thought of a master plan. I just thought of a master. Plan. I'm not gonna do this master plan, but oh boy, you go, you go to an early movie, like you know, right. a five thirty or a six o'clock movie. Actually, six o'clock's cutting it close. Five o'clock, five thirty movie. Right. You're already out. You're already in the theater. And then you get out of the movie, and oh, well, I get the canes are on. I guess I'll just stay around and I'll watch the canes. Yeah, why not? And then you know, oh, you're already sitting down. Oh, this is UFC. Yeah, look, here's my here's my ticket. Hey, you paid for a movie ticket. It's a steep price, twenty five dollar movie ticket. And that's why you're not going by yourself. You're going with a right. someone else. You're going with a date, or you're going with a friend, or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah you spent fifty bucks on a movie right there. For on two people, yeah, you could watch uh, you watch the canes and watch some UFC. And- I'm not gonna lie. That's why I have a legal a legal. Uh, Illegal cable. It's TV. Is what I, I remember, call it. Remember right? the old days of the uh, you could use the pirate card and the director card. 
And remember, then the yeah, cord yeah. messed up, so you had to go get another one. It was like 30 bucks. Yeah. It's fine. Those are the good, good, good times. Days. Good times. Yeah. They, oh, they, God. They're cramping up on the fines, though. <laughs> you're like a red <laughs> you get caught. Oh, man. Oh, man. Are we going to get in trouble just talking about this? You get, like, people listening. Wait a minute. They can't do it only on sports over time. Well, it's internet radio, right? It's internet TV. And some guy from the direct, some guy from direct TV is watching us. Like, wait a minute, these guys are card violators way back in the day. <laughs> they come in and arrest us. Statute limitations yeah, on that, right? At least ten plus years. I, I think we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> so let's, um, you know, let's go away from uh, Miami, Virginia Tech for a little bit here. I want to talk about something that is dear to me, really, because I am, um, I, you know, I played college baseball. Baseball has been my life. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you know, it's 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 always been my first sport. Um, not only because I wasn't big enough or strong enough or tall enough to play football or, or basketball or anything like that, but I just grew up around it, man. It was fun. I had a great time doing it. Uh, you know, I was able to play at, at a semi-high level. I, I do have. I, I'm going to say that I played at the same school that Jan Gomes played at. Okay, so that's my that's my yeah, that's favorite. Name. Jan's going at Barry University. So, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see such an amazing World Series this year. I I, I have to admit, it's one of the best World Series. You know, at least in my lifetime that I've been alive, that's been that's I, been played. I mean, except for Game Seven. The non-baseball lover is going to say that about Game 7. Well, no, I, game 7 was great to me. You can make a case as the greatest World Series of all time, but I think, for, I think when you talk about great World Series like 1997 or last year, 2016, they had that classic Game 7 finish, the one you remember. But now look, in this World Series, well, even 2001 with Arizona and New Arizona, York yep. as well. Luis Gonzalez is a game-winning yeah. game hit, so... Yes, and last week, last year's game. Uh, but I mean, this is this is a six games are played. First six games, best maybe best series of six games are. We some of the craziest games you've ever seen. Game two, game five, game five. I mean, game five was what it, it ended at one o'clock in the morning. No, later right than that, it was like one forty-five. I mean, it was four nothing, four to four. Then it was seven to four, seven to four. Then seven seven, right? Yep. And, and then, then and then and then you know eight seven dog, eight seven dog, twelve to 12, eleven to eight. You know, it was, yeah. It was crazy. It was yeah. crazy. And every time, and and that's why to me game seven wasn't really that bad because at the the whole entire time I was thinking yes, it's a five, it's a five nothing, or it's a four nothing game, or it's a five one game at any moment now. The Dodgers were going to come back and hit the Grand Slam or something. Honestly, I think once at 5 nothing, I thought the game, I mean, it felt like the game was over. And I was hoping the Dodgers would maybe come back and we'd get some drama into this game. But once oh, they, I mean, five, it was great. I loved it. Now, it makes you wonder, you know, it's very hindsightable. Like, should it, should, I mean, yeah, Darvish go out there and give up the five runs or four of them were. Right. But then Kershaw comes in and goes four scoreless innings. And then Alex Wood gives you a couple of scoreless innings. And then it makes you wonder, do Dave Roberts... Should you have started if you were going to pitch Kershaw in the game? Should you have gone and started Kershaw on short rest, on shorter than short rest, and have him go out there? He would have given you four scoreless innings. Now maybe it's different circumstances. He's not coming in. The game started down five nothing. Well, like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty, man. Hindsight, you know, it, and, it really is. It really is. I mean, and they could have gone with Alex Wood, who was almost no hitting the Astros until he gave up a home run in Game Four. They could have gone with Alex Wood on, on a little bit shorter rest. I, I will say this: Dave Roberts did not manage his bullpen properly. No. 
you know the first few games. I mean, he's going. I mean, Dan you know? Jansen was going two innings a bunch of times. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Dave Robinson. Dave Robinson is a notorious spaz. Like you remember last year, he pulled a guy on a no hitter on a hundred pitches through in the eighth inning, and then even worse against the Marlins in 2016, Rich Hill had a perfect game through seven innings, and he had only thrown 89 pitches, and he took him out. And so, like, he's kind of a, a very spazzy, nervous wreck kind of manager. Yeah. Always, I mean, he pulled, you, you saw Polo Rich Hill, uh, I believe it was game six, with the base loaded. He wasn't happy about that. I mean, they, had, they got out of that situation, and they ended up winning the game. Well, he was throwing cups in the in, in, in yeah. Yeah, right? He was going kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did remember seeing that. But like you said, it's all hindsightable. You know, I mean, yes, Kershaw came in and gave up four, you know, he didn't give up a run, uh, four scoreless innings. He, he, It was great. It was great. But at the end of the day, I mean, the rotation was there. Lance McCullers, uh, who, who pitched really well in game, what was it, game four? Yeah, no, you know? he pitched well in game three, yeah. Was game and, three. and he finished off the Yankees in game seven. And he finished right? off the Yankees. So he was pitching well. He had nothing. He had like five guys, right? What was it? Four guys. Four guys. Okay, so he had he a run. tank. He didn't give but he was he was he was throwing the line. He had that bases loaded. That yeah. He got out of the bases loaded jam. So I mean, <clears throat> you could have said the same thing. You could have hey, why not start Charlie Morton there? Because he he was lights out. Now let me ask you this question. This is a deep question. Very deep philosophical. Oh, you're gonna question. get deep with me here. Here we go. So think about Houston. All the emotions Houston's gone through this season. <laughs> you have the hurricane. You know you get this. You haven't won a World Series ever, and you finally win the World Series. You a great euphoric moment, and then what happens the next day? Deshaun Watson tears his ACL. I mean that that's gotta be like yeah. that's uh, that's kind of like the price. Like uh, not even in a game in practice, and then nobody even touched him. The Astros made a deal with the devil. I mean, I mean, it, it, it sure looks like it begs the question. You know, you win a World Series, you sacrifice your star quarterback the next day. You take that deal. Like it's a, that's a hard question to answer because like you get you like. Most of the time, you're like, yeah, you'll take the deal. The guy can recover in the court. But then at the same time, you have to be like, you have to, if you took that deal, you, you took you got a World Series championship, but knowing that you had to sacrifice someone's ACL to do it, it doesn't feel right. Well, did, you know, did you know that, did you know that uh, I mean, Houston's not going to win a, a world title this year. It, it, it just feels like, you know, right. the, the ups and highs. And I, World Series, and then, oh, my God, this guy, this rising star, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I don't think they care right now. And they're still on the high. And now the parade happened today. Okay. Which by the way, Justin Verlander missed because he, I think he was marrying Kate Upton. Really? He has to. He, and so I saw something that he had, that they, I guess they had their, their wedding planned for today, and he they didn't go to the parade. That's not good. That's, uh, well, whatever. That's not too smart. I mean, they could they could have worked around it. I mean, I think they could. Yeah, you know. I think they I think they could have waited. I think. I think he, he should have waited. Any- waited one day. They right. had the parade on Monday. I mean, so, so what does that mean? That nobody went to the to the wedding, or maybe, well, maybe they were just getting ready and all that stuff. While the but yeah, well, let, me, let me pull up the article I saw. You're just a Verlander. You're Kate Upton. You're getting married on a Friday. What are you trying to save some money or something? Get married on a Friday. That's like your broke, or, or I mean, you have a lot of expensive. They are now you got two millionaires. Okay, a supermodel. And you've got this uh, this ace baseball player. Yeah. Okay. On a Friday. Well, maybe they want to miss any college football on Saturday or something. Jesus. Well, get married on a Friday, man. Well, well, let me tell you this. You definitely don't get married on a Saturday during football season. I've already got two, two of these weddings already. This is true. This is true. You definitely will do it. My cousins, my cousins did it perfectly. They're actually, my cousin's getting married December 16th. At that point, it's on a Saturday. College football's over already. Yes. So I'm excited. Season, but 
about it. He thought about it. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him props I, about that. I've been to two weddings in October. One of them was during the Georgia Tech game. Now, in their defense, that game wasn't supposed to be on a Saturday. It was supposed to be on Thursday, and then the Hurricane Irma pushed to move all the schedules. The around. Georgia Tech game? Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 But then. I, went, I had to go to a wedding on Saturday, but luckily, he, he didn't notice at the time that the Canes game was at noon, and I was able to watch the Canes game, and then go and then go to the wedding. Were you, were you watching it on your phone? I did that for Georgia Tech. <laughs> I did shamelessly. Hey, man, whatever. I don't believe Come on. I, I can't do the same chance. thing. You can't. You have, you have June, you have July, you have August to get married on the weekend. That, that's, that's, part, that's prime wedding season. That's when you got to do it. That's true. That's you can, true. You can even do May and April. I know there's, there's NBA playoffs and stuff, but... You can't do March. You cannot do a weekend in March. And no. not, not during March Madness. You can't do... You can do February except for Super Bowl Sunday. I don't really care too much about March Madness, to be honest with oh, you. I'm not, I'm not huge. I'm hey, on March Madness. It's, it's, it's awesome. Well, that's because you got action. on. I, all, you got action on the 116 game. Oh, I mean, everybody feels on like You got action on the FAU Marshall game. Oh, wait, wait. Which probably FAU was a 13 to nothing. They missed an extra point. And I know we reiterated... You know, we were talking about... Minus six, by the but way. But let's reiterate it now. Robbie is clearly a degenerate gambler. All right, Marshall's got first and ten on the FAU thirteen, so they're they're, they're driving now. Marshall's got a former a former cane there, Tyree Brady, who's, who's really really, really good wide receiver. And a Cato, he's from down here. He went to Marshall. He played some quarterback at Marshall. Yeah, but he's not there now. He's not there now. You know, he's back at Central. He's a, he's a quarterbacks coach. I is think he at really? Central. Yeah, he's back in Miami. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's playing anymore. So, obviously. And by the way, he also got in a couple ways. He got the Cavs and the Wizards tonight. Oh man, I would love yeah. to see the Cavs get whooped again. Cavs, ha- Cavs have haven't won a game since uh, I don't know since last year. Well, they're three five. Like, it but, feels like that. But they're having it's they lost like four in a row, right? Yeah, it's they lost by seventeen to Indiana without Miles Turner at home. You know what it is, right? It's the curse of Dwayne Wade. Oh, I mean, I mean, no, I mean, you got me started there. He, he he came out and he said that you know that 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 2014 season. Felt like how much time do we got? How much time do we got left on the bed? I uh, go all day. Uh, we got about four minutes left. Four minutes, all right. Yeah. I can think I could squeeze this in there. Oh, this is gonna be good, guys. But hot I mean, takes, hot takes from Robbie Campbell. It's not really, it's not really a hot take. It's just been like, what are you doing, Dwayne? <laughs> think about this. You left the Heat to get more money. You know, the Heat didn't respect you, which I I defended Dwayne Wade. I ripped the Heat on and on about why how they let go of Dwayne Wade. But I can understand Dwayne Wade. He felt disrespected. He went to go get his money. But then what does Dwayne Wade do? He gives all the money back and goes to play with Cleveland and come off the bench and to wear the number nine because a guy in a suit has rights to number three over Dwayne Wade. A guy with a bad hip. A guy with a bad hip who wasn't even on the team last year has rights to number three over a guy who's worn number three for 14 years of NBA career. That's what, that's what he gets. That's what you get, Dwayne. That's what you get. How and dare it's you? like, why, Dwayne? What did you do this all for? You let LeBron get into your head and manipulate you like to Anakin Skywalker, you let him manipulate, get in your head, and tell you to leave the Miami Heat where you were a legend. And you can go out, you can have a career, play for one team, and have this iconic. There was, look, the debate was over. Dwayne Wade was the greatest athlete in South Florida history. It was closed. Finish out his career, even, you know, even if he went to Chicago, you know, he got his extra money, he'd probably still say Dwayne Wade. Right. But now, looking to, going to play for Cleveland and giving back all the money and the way he leaves, I think Dan Marino's back in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, uh, t- to me, it was still Dan Marino, uh, just because... He never played for 
Jets. He never played for the Jets. He never, never played for the Patriots. Never played for the Patriots. He never played for the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Because back when he was playing, it was it was Jets and Bills. It wasn't yep. your pa- Patriots were terrible back then. So mm-hmm. you know it was Jets and Bills. So he never played for them. Even Jason Taylor played one year for the Jets. I forgave him. He's well, fine. It wasn't, okay. it wasn't even. His, I mean, that was the only team that offered him. You know, the, the Dolphins kind of right. Parcells kind of pushed him out. He basically is either play for the Jets or don't play. Right. So he, okay, I get it. That's fine. But Dwayne, you had an option. You had an uh, an opportunity to come back. I'm not you're gonna, you're gonna sit on the bed. He's actually maybe starting right now. I I I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat. I'm not talking about the decision. I mean, yeah, going to Cleveland over the Heat. I don't think the Heat necessarily. I think there's some executives in the Heat that did not want to bring Dwayne Wade sure, back. Sure, sure. But I'm talking about leaving to go to Chicago in the first place. Knowing you left for more money, and then you gave all that money back, and now you're in Cleveland coming off the bench. Number nine, like what a horrible mistake, Dwayne. Was not worth it? Was leaving Miami not where you are now, and how depressed you are with LeBron James? Do you really like? And and the, and the fact that Dwayne Wade blames the Miami Heat, not LeBron James, for costing him ten million dollars in right. 2014. When LeBron James knew he was going back to Cleveland, and he could have told Dwayne Wade, "Hey, I'm going back to Cleveland. Opt in, keep, get your money." And Dwayne Wade got shafted by LeBron James, and he's bad at the Heat. And he's the one that opted out. And now LeBron James is probably going up to Dan Gilbert and saying, "Hey, listen, it didn't come from me, but you got to get rid of this guy now." Yeah, he's probably doing that. All right, but it's not—it's not coming from me. I mean, how could you? He runs that organization, right? It's not Dan Gilbert. Think about it. Think about this, Dwayne Wade. Think about all the money that LeBron James has cost you—not just—not just the money he's costed you by in 2014, but the money he costed you in 2017 when he convinced you to give eight million back to Chicago to complain for the minimum for him and come off the bench. Think about this, Dwayne. He's Palpatine. He's your mind. <laughs> you got you going one, to the man. dark side. Robbie is riled. Oh man, guys, um, we're gonna stop it there because if not, Robbie's just yeah, gonna go on right. forever. And and I'm sorry, I just I just can't do it right now. I just can't do it with him. So <laughs> we'll be back on the weekly sports drop, guys. Check it out. Have you ever thought of a career in broadcasting? The Miami Media School can get you started in the exciting fields of television and radio. At MMS, instructors will train you on the latest digital audio and video equipment. You'll find out what it's like to really be on air when you host your own radio show on one of our internet radio stations. Just think about it. You can be working at a TV or radio station in 36 short weeks. Call MMS for more information at 305-728-1120. Again, that's 305-728-1120. The Miami Media School, where broadcasting careers begin. The American Red Cross helps people affected by disasters like floods, tornadoes, and other crises. You can help the American Red Cross by donating all kinds of things from money, blood, food, and clothing. 2016 has seen three times the number of large disasters so far compared to other years. Donate blood today to save a life. The American Red Cross is looking forward to your donation. Go to the American Red Cross website at redcross.org. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades. Ace of Fades.
Hey, this is Jeff Fox from Freeman and Fox, the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want you to meet me at East of Miami. Yes, that's right, East of Miami. It goes down every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We get down the Heyman style, baby. We do it backyard style. They've got the best native dishes on sale. Steam fish, stew fish, cock uh, fritters, cock salad, uh, fried lobster, fried crab, the best in Bahamian food, south, oxtails. I mean, I'm talking about mouth-watering, awesome Bahamian food. And then you got me, DJ Jeff Fox. Yeah, that's right. I get behind the turntables, and I play the best Bahamian music, the best reggae, the best old school. It's nothing but fun. East of Miami, it all goes down. 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Garden. And don't forget, you can get breakfast on Saturday, stewed fish and grits, Johnny cake, corned beef, chicken sauce, boiled fish. Man, this menu is off the chain. All right? Crack cup, pound salad, lobsters. Mmm, mmm, good. It all goes down east of Miami, 18014 Northwest 6th Place. That's 18014 Northwest 6th Place in Miami Gardens. Tell Hennessy and TJ, Jeff Fox sent you from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. This is Nigel here. You're listening to SportsOvertime.com. On the weekly sports job. I'm your host, Chad Santana, with Robbie Campbell on the campus of Miami Media School here in Mary Brickle Village. We're also on sportsovertime.com and on Facebook Live over in Miami Media School. Again, this is a weekly sports job. I am now joined by my good friend, Vice President. Did I get that right, Vice President? For first round management, uh, deals with all the big dogs over in, uh, in MMA, in MMA and some in the NFL as well. Uh, Abraham, what's going on? Today. I'm actually doing great. I just finished uh, the weigh-ins for uh, UFC 217, so I'm actually walking under Madison Square Garden right now. Ooh, that is exciting. That's awesome. Uh, That's my, boys, my, my boys are well in uh, Georgia with me right now. Okay. Okay. Nice. How did everything go? Good? Good, man. Good times. Had some fun. Good. I saw Michael Bisbee a couple times, so that's a good thing. No. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate it. Again, I know you're in New York, so I appreciate you coming out with me. I want to kind of talk first. I want to get into UFC 217, the return of GSP. I love this fight, but I also love the uh, the George Masvidal fight as well. I'm obviously going to tell you, I'll ask you a little bit about this beef with Bisping that we've been seeing, which is actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> talk to me about how you feel about the return of GSP, man. I think it's an exciting time for, you know, the company as a, as a whole, you know, UFC, MMA fans, they they don't want to see him come. The only thing that's kind of annoying about it is that, you know, he didn't really actually earn the shot at right. that weight class. I think at 170 he does, at 185 I don't think he does. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, uh, how, do you, how do you feel this this fight's going to shape up, though? Uh, man, I, I, I think it all comes down to a takedown. GSP gets a takedown, he wins. Okay. Fair enough. You can't take him down. I think it's going to be hard. Bisping is a bigger, stronger guy. Well, Bisping is a bigger, stronger guy. Okay. Now, here's my question to you on this, though. What if, let's say, well, you know what? Let's go into Masvidal first, right? Um, his fight. Um, how, how are you feeling about the, f- the fight with, uh, with Masvidal? I think with 
looked at the roster at the time after the Maya fight, and we said, you know, what's the best fight for Masvidal? And I think we all came to a conclusion that this was the fight. Masvidal is a phenomenal striker, phenomenal boxer. He has great wrestling, great grappling, great submissions. You know, we obviously saw his defense, his jiu-jitsu defense against, you know, world-class guys. So I think when you put, when you put your prototypical fighter together, you want a Jorge Masvidal because a Jorge Masvidal can do it all. Right. Well, he's got, that, he's got a little bit of that, 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 that street background also, right? Yeah. You know, and then if you want the, the guys that have a dog in them, this guy is a cult. He's, I've been with him now for I don't know how many fights, and every fight, it's the same thing. He does not change. There's no, there's no butterflies. There's no nerves. There's no... The moment's not bigger than him. So tell me, what's going on with this beef with, uh, with Michael Bisping, though? I, uh, I mean, it, it's, man, that, it's, it's pretty exciting, man. That, 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 it stems back to a time when, when, when Jorge, you know, was asked, hey, who do you think is going to win? And he gave his an opinion, and he said he thought that, that his ring was going to win. That, that pissed Bisping off. So Bisping then goes and says, hey, Jorge, come on to my show. Jorge said he couldn't go on show, not because of anything, just scheduling problems putting it on. So, next thing you know, Mike Bisping goes on this rant on his podcast. He's talking to like a five-year song of how terrible Jorge is and all this other BS. So, it is what it is. I, uh, so, so Bisping just got upset because he wouldn't come on his show, basically? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, I don't know and, if you want to mess with a guy like Masvidal, though, man. Listen, you know, they don't, they don't get it. They don't get it. A guy like a guy like Jorge, who doesn't really, you know, get. You're not gonna, you're not gonna scare this guy by telling him, "Oh, when I see you," or da da da. Right. It's not gonna happen. You know, but those, those things don't happen to him. So, I was, uh, I was shocked that you know things like, like that. The things that he was saying, Brisbane was saying. Hey, it's weird. Hey, this is Robbie here. Um, we know one of the guys you uh, represent, John Jones. You know, obviously coming up a big win over uh, over uh, Daniel Cormier, but then he gets find out that he gets his, uh, he got tested positive for an- another substance. You know, uh, what, what, is, when is it? When is it? Is he gonna fight? And when's the next time he's gonna fight? Do you think? Yeah, I don't know, don't know, and I I think uh, right now that's the answer because it's a process. You know, everybody's asking me about him, and I think, uh, you know, just to kind of let everybody understand, this is not a night and day situation. You're not gonna, you're not, you're not gonna go one minute to the next and say, oh, okay, boom, now this is the time it's gonna happen. You've got to pretend this is a, you know, it's a case, a lot of evidence, a lot of stuff that needs to happen. You've got to take depositions. This is a, a process. It's a process, man. So right now, as of right now, I can't tell you no. anything concrete. Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty fair. I mean, I know the last time we spoke about it, you know, we kind of went in depth on, you know, how 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 we felt with everything, and and um, you know, we kind of spoke a little bit about what was going on, and 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 how you know, I, I agreed with you, right? I it's just it's just too much for me to think that 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 he's doing something like this, you know, to kind of you know ruin his 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 career again, you know, trying to go through that. So, but uh, Abraham, let me, I stand by this guy. I stand by him one hundred percent, dude. I know that he's, he's not a cheater, man. He did not do it. Wow. Well, yeah. I, but I, when, the, when the news came out that he that he tested positive, uh, how much you know? I know you mentioned a lot. Of, a lot of people ask you about this, yeah. and, uh, and and John Jones. How much 
damage control? How much PR? How much stuff do you do you have to do to try to you know to represent John Jones? Like you said, like you he's innocent. Like how much how much of that? Do you, how much time do you spend having to do damage control? You know, you, if you focus on damage control, then all you're doing is focusing on the damage, you know, and trying to and actually trying to control it. Whereas I find that it's way better for me to focus on what I can control, and that and that specifically being is the evidence. And when you go after the evidence, you kind of make it easier, make it easier on myself, make it easier on my team. But we have people in place. We have people in place for John, so they handle that for that portion of it. You know, you, you get you get good people in the right places. The next thing you know, good things happen. This, this is why Abraham and and his brother and Malky and everybody else over there are the best at what they do. Man. Yeah. You know, because like you said, it's not damage control. You can't focus on the damage. Focus on what you can, what you can, what you can uh, control, basically. And that's what they're doing. And I'll tell you what, you know, big ups to you guys because you guys are doing a great job with it. You know, it's 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 kind of it's kind of to the point where, you know, at least for me, I I want to see him back in the ring. I don't care much about all that crap that happened. Uh, I I want to move forward. I want to see him in the ring again. I hope we do. I hope we do get to see him in the ring again. Hey, so let's go back really quick. I want to go back to, uh, you know, UFC 217. So my, my, my question is, what, what does it look like if, you know, Masvidal wins this fight, if wins this fight, if GSP wins this fight, what's next for these guys? So if Jorge wins this fight, and then what? They're, they're and, if, and, and if GSP wins this fight, is he is he is he going to try to go after you know someone like like Conor McGregor? Is what's what's Jorge going to do? Is he going to fight Tyrone? What, what, what's going on there? I think I think after this fight, we're in the we're in the passengers. I'm not passengers. I'm sorry, the driver's seat of of the of the belt. You know, I think uh, he's he's going to be if he beats Stephen Thompson in convincing fashion, which I believe he is. It's gonna be it's gonna be his title to take. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be Jorge's title. If wins. Yeah. Correct. Correct. If if Bisping wins, I don't know. I think with all the stuff and embedded and all the people that are are, are engulfed in this whole Bisping Masvidal beef, we may see a uh, Masvidal versus Bisping uh, fight. Where does where does where does Whitaker stand in all of this? I mean, obviously he had surgery. He's 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 the champion per se. But but what what, what does he have to say about all of this? He's injured, so right. until he gets healthy, we really can't do anything, right? It doesn't really matter. Right. It doesn't really matter. I get you. So are you are you thinking that 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 uh, GSP may go maybe may, if, if let's say GSP wins over over Bisping well, if Bisping wins I can see I can see Jorge and 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 Bisping going at it. I think that'll be fun to watch. Right. Um, I, I, now I, I don't think Georgie. I don't think Georgie and GSP happen. You don't think what? I'm sorry. Georgie and GSP happen. No. You think GSP maybe goes after yeah, a fight with, know, with Connor? It. Maybe drops and goes goes to fight Connor. Uh, I, I mean, that's the fight everybody keeps saying, but right. this is assuming we're going to have uh, Connor go up to 170, you know? Right, yeah, exactly. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I think GSP. Again. I mean, it doesn't last. I don't think it happens again, I could say. Right, right. So, talk, so getting back into, I guess, what you're doing now with weigh-ins and all that, what's the process from the minute you get there with, with your fighters, the, the, the weigh-ins, the, uh, the interviews, everything that, that goes into play, what is, what, what's kind of the most exciting, what's, what's the most exhausting part of the whole entire process for you guys? Uh, 
Um, just traveling, really. I, I think I love all this stuff. I'm excited to be able to be at you know these different things. I usually don't attend the lanes anymore just because it kind of closes it down. Not many of the not many of the guys are uh, like really need me at that point. It's pretty much pretty easy, you know. Right. So I, for 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 that thing, it's the traveling. It's you know being away more than anything is a, is a tiring part. Media stuff, you get these guys ready. Some of the guys are really easy to deal with when it comes to media. They you know they get up, they eat their stuff on time, and they pretty self-sufficient other guys you gotta wake them up you gotta get them going you gotta you know hey we gotta be there in 30 minutes get up get up get up we're late we're five minutes late you know it just depends you gotta depends. babysit these guys huh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. imagine it although you get to go to new york and hang out on, underneath madison square garden man so that's not a bad deal that was yeah, i mean listen i got to sit courtside for the next two games i guess houston and against denver I really can't complain, dude. No, you got to you got to take a picture with Ali Raisman and Lindsey Vaughn. All right, don't think I didn't know that, man. My daughter flipped when she saw that, dude. It was so cool. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, Abraham. I want to thank you again, man, for coming on. Thanks, I think Abraham. I think we're gonna I think we're gonna get you back on. We're gonna talk a little bit of football with uh, with your guy. You know, talk about a little bit about Ruben Fawcett, what's going on with his rehab. Also, uh, David Njoku, Tease Tabor, all these other guys that you guys I know um, uh, do represent and work with a lot. You guys do a great job there as well. Appreciate you guys, man. Thank you guys so much. It's my pleasure. Yeah, no problem, man. Have fun over there in New York. All right, buddy. Thank you, man. Thank you guys. Right. You guys have a good one. All right, Thanks, man. So that was cool. That was Abraham Cowell from First Round Management. They're talking a little bit about UFC 217. I think Tobin would have been proud of that one. <laughs> I think Tobin yeah. would have been proud yeah, of that. Spider's one. Fury. Yeah. Public important public service announcement. It's going to fall back on Sunday. You get to get an hour back on uh, on Sunday morning. Yeah, not that it makes a difference for me. I mean, I, I I'm still going to have a hard time getting up. <laughs> I'll be at the Dolphins game too, so there you go. But if you, if you, okay, if you're going to be at the Dolphins game, you're like, oh crap, it's eleven. I gotta, I gotta start getting ready to go. But really, it's it's, it's really 10. ten. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, yeah. Forget about the two o'clock thing. We're gonna start. At if it's eleven, it's actually ten. Yes, right? Yeah. You okay. got an hour on the house. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's fine. That's fine. Listen, guys, we're gonna go to break now. When we uh, when we come back. We're gonna hear from. Uh, we're gonna go back into uh, Hurricanes and Virginia Tech. We're gonna hear from former fullback friend of mine, Devin Perez, uh, former fullback for Virginia Tech. He's gonna come on with us, and then after that, you don't want to miss it. We're we're gonna get G Coop on. Cooper guys, <laughs> sports uh, on the uh, weekly sports drop. We're coming back at you. football fix. I need football. 
Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby back ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Every day, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it, too. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio, now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now. Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Need a fresh cut but don't know who to trust? Check out Ace of Fades Barbershop, located in North Miami. Not only do they have the best barbers in town, they offer the best treatments and services. I'm talking blowouts, Beijing, designs, hot towel, fresh fades, and much more. Let them fix what your barber missed. Ace of Fades Barbershop, located at 2208 Northeast 123rd Street in North Miami. Open seven days a week. Call them up at 786-300-6660. Ace of Fades.
We are back. <laughs> we are back on the weekly sports shop. This time you guys can hear me. All right, because I made sure I didn't make a, make the mess up here. We had Abraham Cowell on. We had a great interview with him, first round management vice president uh, over at USC 217. And, you know, Robbie jinxed me. Dry, dropped the ball, man. I didn't put on the mixer and nothing was heard. But it's all good. It's okay. Hopefully Virginia Tech drops the ball a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, be careful what you yeah, say. We got, a, we got a hokey on the line now. You can run me over. Yeah, exactly. Through the phone line. <laughs> I, w- I want to tell you guys, I am uh, joined now by a friend of mine, Mr. Devin Perez, f- uh, former fullback. Um, we'll call him former running back as well over at Virginia Tech for the Virginia Tech Hokies uh, from 2004 to 2007. Did I get that right? 2004, yeah, and then uh, 2008, 2009. Okay, there we go. So he, he, did a, he did a registry year also. Yeah. yeah, all right, all right. What's going on, Dev, man? Glad to have you on the show, man. How you doing? Everything is good, man. Thank you guys for uh, for having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. We had to get a hokey on. I was trying to figure out, man, who are we going to get? Robbie, you know, Robbie knows maybe a hokey or two, but I don't know if he ho- knows a hokey football <laughs> player. So I was like, dude, I got to get I gotta get my boy. So, you know, there you are. There it is. <laughs> So, appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. So talk to me a little bit. Now, this series, right, third, this is going to be the 35th meeting against uh, with, between Miami and Virginia Tech. Uh, the series is 24 to 10 Miami now. But I think it's 20 to, 20 to 14. It is. I got 24 to 10. You check your stats, all right? You don't know everything, all right? <laughs> um, uh, 24, 24 to 10, 20 to 14, whatever it is, uh, it, it's, it's still been a, a backyard brawl, man. It always is like that. I mean, I, I, you usually don't get – the the blowout the blowout games regardless of who's down regardless of who's up and to be honest with you Virginia Tech has been pretty steady uh, ever since I uh, you know ever since I could remember uh, you know and obviously Devin you were part of some of those really good teams uh, you 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 were part of the uh, the Marcus Vick era the Sean Glennon era and a little bit of the Tyrod Taylor as well talk to me a little bit first off talk to me a little bit about how you prepared for a game like like this against the University of Miami, uh, a little bit of a rival, right? Uh, aside from Virginia, but uh, it's a little bit of a rivalry game. Uh, whether it was at Blacksburg, whether it was down here in Miami, how did you guys prepare, prepare for a game like this? Because usually when you guys played each other, Miami was pretty good. Uh, you know, Virginia Tech was pretty good as well. It kind of decided who, um, you know, at some points it actually even decided who played for the national championship at one point, right? So talk to me a little bit of how you yeah, prepared yeah. for that. Um, you know, going back every you know every week you always have a you know a particular mindset going into you know depending on who you're playing um and obviously you always go into a week thinking it's going to be a dog fight but you know every time uh you know we were preparing for the U it was just something uh something a little different it was exciting you know, I, I, I can't I, really I, describe it it was just you know the tip on your shoulder was just a little bit bigger um, because you know you had something to prove against such a such a story program. So so tell me how you know, did and uh, it was you know those, those those practices leading up where everything was just a little bit chippier, everything was done a little bit quicker, you know hits were a little bit harder. Just knowing you're going to be in a dogfight. Well, how, how fun how fun was it to, to, to play those games over in Blacksburg though I know that's got to be you know you got enter Sandman um, coming out you're coming out with the flag I mean that was that must have been exciting huh those games over in Blacksburg yeah man those those games in Lane Stadium are special and I think uh, I think we played you guys Thursday night once under the lights oh yeah yep yes it did and uh, and it was man incredible it's something you can't really describe you know it's that that, that hokey fan base is something that that travels real well and at home it's even better. 
And what, what can you tell us about this Virginia Tech team we're going to see tomorrow night? Obviously, I don't know if you – I mean, you're a fullback out there. They're, they're, they're kind of getting rid of those, unfortunately. I miss the fullback. I miss the old power eye. But uh, obviously, Virginia Tech, you know, Josh Jackson, they run a lot of the shotgun. Everybody does the shotgun now spread. And, you know, they obviously pounded North Carolina 59-7, to and then they pounded Duke 24-3 to the last two games. What can you tell us about the Hokies coming into town uh, tomorrow night? You know, um, one thing about Virginia Tech over the past, I don't know, two decades is, you know, the defense is coming in prepared. And that defense is always stingy. Yeah. Um, and what um, and what Fuente has really done is, is bring a, uh, a prolific offense to, to Virginia Tech. You know, so it should be um, – I'm, de- I'm, I'm definitely expecting some fireworks. You know, you got an undefeated Miami team, which is, which is a wonderful team. And you got uh, and you got Virginia Tech, which is always you know they, these games are so you know they're so unpredictable because it's um, you know it's really a dogfight at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I bet it is going to be a dog fi- a dog fight tomorrow night. And so, I mean, let me let me uh, let me ask you something here. <laughs> it's taking so long to ask this. Sorry, just an incident, but. Let, let me let me ask you something here. You played for Coach Beamer. You played for Coach Beamer. What was it like? What what has Justin Fuente done? New head coach, come in. He's he's come in here. They they made it. They won the Coastal last year. You know, they almost beat Clemson in the title game last year. They they had Clemson at home this year. They lost. What has Justin Fuente done to change the program over there since he took over for Beamer? You know, I think one of the best things that he's done is he's kept uh, he's kept Coach Beamer around the program. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times when a new staff comes in, they they kind of forget about the uh, the old guys. And uh, Coach Beamer is different. He's a he's a legend. He's a he's a Hall of Famer. And he you know he brings a lot of um, he brings a lot of pride to the program. So I think Coach Fuente just keeping him around um, has given you know not only a lot of the uh, you know old school ways of Virginia Tech. But he's brought in a new, fresh air, you know, with the spread offense and um, and the different uh, and the different recruits that he's targeting. Yeah, yeah. He, he, one of the things he did, he kept Bud Foster around, you know, a legendary. Yeah, it's it's hard to get rid of that guy. I mean, this guy is one of the best defensive coaches <laughs> in college football for the past twenty yeah, years. That guy, so. that guy's probably had a million coaches. Well, and and that and that that surprises me. Why is it a guy like Coach Bud Foster? Why hasn't he taken? You know that that prominent head coaching role at another organization, at another institution, or even at Virginia Tech. Why, why wouldn't they offer a guy like Bud Foster the the job there? You mean I, I mean I, I really I can't really speak for uh, you know for the choices of the um, of the uh, the administration there, but um, Laxburg is a special place, you know, and and Coach Foster helped build that program to where it is now. I mean, he was there when they when they had winless when they had winless seasons you know and and in Blacksburg it's just it's like home you know and everybody that goes there whether you're uh whether you're a player or just just an alumni um you know it's 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 one of the most proud um alumni bases that that I've ever seen you know so I I can imagine that that Blacksburg being such a special place that it is had a lot to do with uh with coach Foster staying there Virginia Tech so far on the road this season. They've played at Boston College, kind of, 
okay, you know, borderline atmosphere. They played at East Carolina, which you could argue is a neutral site over there in East Carolina. So you could make the case that Virginia Tech hasn't played in that hostile environment on the road yet. How do you expect Virginia Tech to come in there and be Josh Jackson, a redshirt plus freshman, basically playing his first true road game at night under the lights? What do you expect from that? How are they going to handle the atmosphere tomorrow night? I mean, I think it's a definitely a big test for the for the young kid. But he's, you know, he's he's proven a lot in these in the first half of the season. Um, Miami is definitely a big test. They're undefeated. Not only undefeated, but they've had a lot of close games, which yeah. which they're battle tested. You know, and and that goes a long way. You know, you you get into the third fourth quarter in a tight game. You know, uh, Tech really hasn't been in that situation this year. Miami's won a few games like that, um, you know. But it's it's it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I, you know, I'm expecting a lot of fireworks. I'm expecting that defense to to be prepared and to be flying around. And and, and I feel like the offense is going to do the same. So I got to ask you this before we close off. I got to ask you this: what so what what's it going to take for? For Virginia Tech to pull this one out, and and I understand they're 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 actually favorites in this game. They are what they three are. point favorites? I yeah, think? Two, two point favorites. Two now. point favorites right now. Okay, so but still, they're still coming to Miami. Uh, you know, it, it is going to be a, a really great atmosphere. It's going to be a great environment. It's going to be loud. It's going to be, it's it's it may not be black Blacksburg esque, but mm. it's going to be loud. It's, it's going to be blackout. Yeah, it's, it's going to be blackout, yeah. and they're wearing all white. So yeah, yeah. so there you go. But, uh, it's going to be exciting. What's it going to take? What are, I guess you would say, the keys to to Virginia Tech pulling out, winning? Number one, I think the uh, I think the offense has to keep that turnover chain off the next two players. <laughs> that, you know you that's like number that. one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I respect it, man. I respect <laughs> it. Um, number two, I think um, I think the defense has to has to do what they do. You know, there's going to be uh, – it, it, it's really going to come down to who makes the big plays, you know. Um, they both they have a lot of speed. They both have a lot of talent. Um, you know, who's going to stop the big plays? Who's going to make the big plays? I, I think you it's – And third of all, I think, um, you know, if it gets deep into the game and, and it's close, you know, it's – you know, the, the, the young freshman is going to have to uh, – you know, he's going to have to take control and, and uh, you know, and, and pull it up. And I, I, one thing that they talk about, especially when, when Frank Beamer played, is Beamer ball and special teams, getting that block punt, getting that block field goal. Uh, I, I think that's going to be probably big. If, if Virginia Tech can get a special teams, big special teams play, they'll probably win the game. I mean, you playing for Virginia Tech, playing fullback, you had to have played special teams for Frank Beamer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, special teams definitely an integral part of, of uh, Virginia Tech culture. And this year, too, I don't know the exact number, but I know they've had a few punt returns, a few kick returns for touchdowns. Um, and, and in the game where you're, you're facing a, a team like Miami, you know, if you could, uh, if you could win the, uh, the special teams battle, you're going to have a good chance. And how about that? I know we mentioned the turnover chain earlier. Virginia Tech, a long-time tradition, that lunch pail, that lunch pail for going for the defensive player, man. What was what was that thing like? Did you ever get I know fullback. I don't know if fullbacks ever got one. It's mostly defensive players. But that, that lunch pail yeah, had that to motivate the players. You know, um, just being around Coach Foster and being around the that energy that he brought to the to the practice field every single day, it's, um, you know, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. And um, man, playing playing with that guy was it was a blessing, and it was it was amazing.
And uh, the way they really uh, respect and, and believe in that lunch bell defense is, you know, it's for real. And, you know, they, they it's, a, it's, it's a bunch of blue-collar guys. They don't have any, you know, five-star recruits. They just come to work every day, and, and, they, and they're going to get after you, you know? That's kind of like our that the lunch pail is is our version of the, of the turnover yeah. game, just ours with a little right, more right. flair, because, <laughs> because at the end of the day it is Miami. Yeah. Right? So of course, we have to add a little more flair to everything. But that's yeah. what, but that's cool, man. That's cool. I, I mean, I really appreciate. Actually, you know what? Before I let you go, you got to tell me. You got to give me one thing, one nice story. Give me your best story, your best, whether it's funny, whether it's serious, whether it's awesome story of of, of some locker room stuff, some Virginia Tech football. Give me your best story. Oh, man. The locker room stuff. Man, that stuff, the locker room stuff stays in the locker room, man. I uh-huh. <laughs> we got to keep it PG-13 anyways. We can't keep it rated R here, you know? <laughs> You guys give Marcus Vick for not being his, for, for not being Michael. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, I, the, the concussions are setting in. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> send his brain, send his brain in CTE. Yeah, we got a little CTE <laughs> So you were a fullback, so I, I, you know what? I am gonna take your word for it on that one then. <laughs> hey, uh, Devin, man, I want to appreciate. I want to appreciate. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, maybe we can uh, we can do this again uh, when we have Virginia then, Tech playing next year. Next year, when, 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 when they got to go to Blacksburg next yeah, year, we got to go to Blacksburg, man. Maybe we'll do we'll do a show over there. <laughs> oh God, absolutely, man. Hey, I, pre- I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it should be a fun one Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, bring, bring back the fullback, man. Let's get this fullback thing coming back to, to football. I miss they it. They need it, man. They need it. No, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I almost slipped up there on air. So. <laughs> All right, this fancy spread, man. Power I run the football. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Dev. I appreciate it, my man. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right, Thank buddy. You too. I miss it, man. Miss the power I. That was uh, Devin Perez, former fullback for the Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah, I, you know, I, I kind of miss it too. We had a little bit of that with Mark uh, Marquez. What was it? Marquez, Marquez Williams. Williams. Yeah, Williams. Williams yeah, he last year. By the Jaguars in the yeah, round. yeah, I think he's in the he's on the IR now, but he he made the team. Yeah, he made the team. So I mean, it, it's cool to see. It's cool to see that power eye. I miss it. Now you've got that H back role, right? Where you've got the tight ends, uh, you yeah. know, lining up. And in the backfield, even a strong eye, even a weak side eye formation, even if it's not directly an eye formation, still, you know, they, they ran it a couple times earlier in the season with Mark Wall. I think in the Duke game in the fourth quarter, they used it, but they haven't got back to that. And, they've, and I noticed they've had trouble running the football with Travis Homer, except for the Georgia Tech game. And Mark Rick has gotten a little pass happy, yeah, I think. Yeah. And so, I, I wonder if you bring, bring back yeah, because lately, Rozier has been throwing the ball way too much way too much and that's because the running game hasn't gotten it going I wonder, hasn't I wonder what going. Greg Cooper will have to say about this uh, this oh, offense yeah, about, oh, they need to run the ball more when we come back we got Greg Cooper coming on Coop. G. Coop number two Memphis Memphis's finest was he in the song? <laughs> I don't know if he was in the song <laughs> no because <was> <laughs> <in the song. laughs> no, he said G. Coop number two like, you know, that, that was not, he was not in the song he was I not hope he's listening song. no he wasn't on the 7th uh, floor crew I don't think so <laughs> or maybe he was well, it was Greg Olson G. Reg G. Reg Tavares Gooden right oh yeah that's right T. Good yeah yeah, right. yeah yeah hey when we come back check it out Greg Coop uh, Greg Cooper on, on don't call him Craig no no it's Greg it's, it's Greg don't we call are going to ask Craig. him about that though yeah. on the weekly sports drop here we go Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with a beverage purchase. 
Texas. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. 20% return your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby bag ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma, but we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting disaster to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7 lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal, $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now. Power Pizza. Tell my boy Carlos. And you heard on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza, where the power is in the dough. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance. College Radio is that place for it. College Radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. This is where we start out, you know? From getting all this great experience working in College Radio, it makes you want to work in real radio. College Radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support College Radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College Radio, now, more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the College Radio Foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. This is Vivian Gonzalez from WSVN Channel 7 Weather, and you're listening to Real Sports Talk on sportsovertime.com. We are back here on the weekly sports drop with um, your 
It's Jess Santana. I'm with Robbie Campbell on the campus of Miami Media School here in Mary Brickle Village. I am, oh, by the way, follow us, check us out on sportsovertime.com, Miami Media School Facebook Live. I was uh, just talking to my next guest, kind of reminiscing a little bit on... Um, on the, uh, on the 901 area code, Memphis's finest, we're talking to former Miami, University of Miami Hurricane running back, Greg Cooper. What's going on, G. Coop? How you doing, my man? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Are you, are you, are you listening to us also? Are you listening to us um, no, I just got it on my, I got it on my car, my car radio. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No wonder I can hear us. I can hear. Us. Turn it down a little bit, because if not, I'm not gonna be able to hear you. <laughs> Wait, I don't, uh, it don't be echoing or nothing. Better? Yeah. <laughs> my car. Touch my headphones. Ah, okay, oh. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Is that a little better? Is that a oh, that's much better. That's perfect. Much, much that's better. perfect. I'm here with uh with uh, Robbie Campbell from Seven Nine the Ticket, man, and um, yeah, Memphis, baby. Represent. <laughs> Represent. <Yes, sir. laughs> uh, how's it going, man? How you how you holding up? Everything good? Man, perfect. Man, everything is going great, man. No complaints. How's that leg? How's that knee, man? Well, everything good. Yep, it's good. Oh yeah, that was shit. That was five. Almost. It's almost in. Yeah, it's good. My name's good now. Okay, all it's right. Good. You, you can still put some moves on, right? Right. Okay. We were, rem- we were me and Robbie. Me and Robbie were reminiscing on that on that catch in Doe Campbell, man, in the in the end zone, 2009 against FSU, man. Good times. That's one of my. That was one of my favorite plays, you know. I can imagine. I think. That, I, I think I, that on the FSU line, but like I think I think he tore his groin, man. <laughs> you put it on him there, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. I think he I think he tore his groin when he was trying to hold me. Yeah, that, that wasn't gonna happen. He was gonna and, be able to hold you. If you go back and if you go back and look at the play, you'll see him like holding his groin when he uh when he was trying to stick me. In. And after the play, he was like he was holding his groin because he tore. I think he tore. I like that. <laughs> and if he didn't tear, he was making yeah. a good excuse for getting burnt on that play, anyways. So exactly. I'll take you it. Know I'll take it. Right. <laughs> but, but we are not here to talk about FSU because we already beat them, so that's good. We're actually coming here right. to talk about. The biggest game of the year so far. The biggest game for Miami in quite a while, man. So it's uh, since that game, the 2009. Yeah, since, since the 2009, <laughs> game, really, right? Uh, we've got Miami versus Virginia Tech this weekend um, down here, yeah. Miami. It's a big game. It's an exciting game. I want to get your take number not only on tomorrow night's game, but on when you guys played Virginia Tech, right? What was the uh, the mindset yeah. going in? Whether it was going to Blacksburg, whether it was playing here, Miami. How did you guys mentally and physically prepare uh, to face Virginia Tech? Not only not only that that you know Bud Foster defense, but we're talking about that special teams as well. They always love to play that Beamer ball and make plays. How did you guys prepare prepare for them? Well, I mean, I'm starting over. This ain't the biggest game for Miami. This is the biggest game for Virginia Tech. Ooh, I like uh, it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Let's start off by saying like that. You know, it's the <laughs> it's the biggest game for Virginia Tech. But um. Like, no, honest, honestly, man, you know, dang, hold on, now I'm hearing the echo now. Um, oh, honestly, man, it's it's um it's a big game, you know. Virginia Tech always, you know, come ready to play. Like you say, we're not even just with all aspects of the game, offense, defense, and special, special team. And um, you know, it's a dang, it's, it's echo killing me. I can hear myself talking. It's, it's, let me try to take my headphones out. <laughs> I, I think we lost him. Yeah, when he did it. Um, 
We'll get them back. We'll, we'll get them. We'll get them. back. But, yeah, uh, we're working on on. I mean, on, I got. I got. I mean, I want. I want. I, I got so many things to ask him. You oh, know, I want to ask him about that that turf. At uh, and and uh, I think it was the the it was then the Citrus Bowl is now Camping World Stadium. But when they played that bowl game against Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and Greg Cooper, he had that big return early in the game, and then later in the year, uh, later in the game, he had that like just on that nasty that, that turf looks so nasty, and, and he messed up his knee on that on that turf running back a kick. That was terrible, right? On his, on his uh, I believe that was on that same year as two thousand nine, also. But he was. I'll tell you what, he was really exciting to watch. You know, because he was shifty. He he was he wasn't the absolute fastest guy, but he was so shifty. He was so quick. He can make really good cuts, really good breaks. And so he was exciting to watch. Hold on, let me try to get him back this on is here. Good, yeah. <laughs> this is Greg Cooper. You got little, oh, Greg Cooper. Got, 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 and I definitely got. I mean, can't wait to have him back on. I definitely yeah, ask there we go. Him. We got him back on. You good? Okay, awesome. Perfect now. Perfect. Okay, perfect, perfect. So yeah, so I, I know Robbie's got a couple of questions, man. He he was looking forward to asking you a couple of questions on on, on some things. Yeah, so. I mean, one of my, we were talking about your knee earlier and how it was, and I did, that just gave me flashbacks of that that bowl game against Wisconsin on that nasty turf in Orlando in that Citrus Bowl, man. What do you remember about that? Is that the nastiest turf you ever played on? Yeah, it was terrible, man. It was a that was a. I couldn't even talk about it. Like, it's, it's like made me lightheaded when I think about it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, that's it. What y'all was talking about? The VTech game, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about that. That was a terrible, it was a terrible, that was a terrible day for me. And I, I hate even talking about it, but. That's all right, man. Yeah, man, Virginia Tech game, yeah. like we were saying. <laughs> the Virginia Tech yeah, game, like I said, they're a big, that's a, it's a big game, man, and they um, they, they, that's an awesome. They, they come prepared to play every year, you know. We can't, that ain't no, that ain't no we can sleep on. Cause if you think about Virginia Tech every year, when we think about ACC championship, who's in it? Freaking Virginia Tech. So, of course, it's a big game for us, them, playing every year. So, yeah, man, like we gotta come prepared. We gotta gotta make sure we prepare for this team. Cause them guys is that's a good team, and every year they. In the ACC championship, like I said, so yeah, that's a big game, man. It's a big game. We gotta be ready for. Greg, um, you know, what do you, what can you tell us about? How Travis Homer, you know, obviously losing Walton in the Florida State game hurts, but uh, running the ball. You know, it seems like the Canes have kind of been getting a little bit pass happy here, and you think the Canes got to run the ball more? And uh, what do you think of Travis Homer? We definitely got to run a game against Virginia Tech. Definitely do. Like, them guys is uh, always have a good secondary. They they always got a game that's going at least, if not first, second round from their secondary. So, yeah. uh, we definitely got to be we gotta be ready run-wise because, you know, that's a, they, 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 they always have a top-notch defense also. So, yeah, man, we got to be prepared for these guys because, like you said, you're take a good team. Every year they have a good team. And, you know, it's a, we, we respect them guys. I'm sure just as much they respect us. And, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's going to be a big game. And, you know, we got to just be prepared for them um, come, come tomorrow night. How do you have? I'll be there, so I'll be at the game. You'll be at so, the game. All right, all right. Maybe we'll yeah, be, yeah, maybe I'm we'll meet up before the game, man, and have a beer or something. <laughs> no. 
All right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'll definitely be there, man. I yep. got you. I'll be there. I got you. We'll hook up. We'll hook so. up before the game, man, and we'll t- we'll talk some smack. <laughs> but you know, getting back to the game, right. how do you, how do you feel about Travis Homer though? I mean, I, I like I like the player. I like I think he's tough. I think he's strong. I think once he gets once he breaks through the line and he's he, he kind of has that that full speed going, he can really outrun some of these defenders. How do you feel? How do you feel what? he's going to play a factor in this game? I mean, what do you like about Travis Homer? You know what's crazy is I just became a Trevor Homer. You, uh, I, honestly, I barely even know his name. I just know Homer, right? His name, Homer. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, I just became a big fan of his like two weeks ago when you know when he just started. You know when he became a starter because I'm a I'm a Mark Long guy like, yeah. all the way. Like oh sure. When I when I went I had I went yeah I went back and did my homework. I went back and did my homework. I started watching Homer. And I said he played bigger than what. And he played bigger than his size. Right. I thought he was like, I thought that guy was like two, like two fifteen, two twenty. But he, he, he's small. He really small. And and like I said, he played bigger, bigger than his size. I like him. I'm a true player. I thought he was just a straight, down field, down big guy that you know he can actually run that ball. And I like him. He cut out the back there. I like him. I really like him. I became a true fan of Brother Homer. So. Like I got, yeah, man. I, like he, he got, he don't play a big factor in his game, though. Like he don't, he, we don't have to really run that ball against the Virginia Tech. We can't be on one dimensional just passing. We don't really have to run the ball and pass. We gotta have a pretty balanced offense. We can't just be passing against some guys. So yeah, man. I just hope you know he's gonna work out the best. He's gonna work out the right way for us, though, because we we got a good team, and we better than people think. You know, than people think we are. Like they they keep they the rankings and took us back up higher. Like we should have been, you know, back a little lower. But you know, I guess we got to prove ourselves these next two weeks, though, and show these people that you know we better than what they got us ranked. Cause yeah, I can't believe they took us higher. They didn't put us up. They didn't move us up two slots. And we should have been down more. We got we won the only on the city teams in the freaking you know. Um, that's yeah, we won the only on the city teams out right now. So yeah, man, we just gotta prove ourselves like we always have, and you know, just turn the ball, play my ball. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh man, uh, I mean that <laughs> that I we I think we can all agree on that, and. Great. Yeah. As the story goes, back when you were being recruited by oh, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good as, one. As a, so the story goes <laughs> that you don't like to be called Craig, and you were at Tennessee. Yeah. Philip Fulmer made the mistake of calling you Craig, and that was the end of that. And that's how you ended up. That's one of the reasons how you ended up in Miami. And uh, how much do you not like being called that? And was that the, the big, huge reason why you didn't stay in the state of Tennessee? Right. I just I don't know. I just felt like you know. I'm from I was from I'm from Tennessee and you know I'm the number one player coming out of the state and the coach from Tennessee makes a mistake and calling me Craig when everybody know my name is Greg with a G and I just felt like I don't know it's kind of disrespectful because I'm the top player coming out of the state and I don't want to football which is like the highest of the state and you don't even know my name it, just felt, it was like a sign of disrespect like you didn't do your homework you don't really care for me like you didn't really want me on your team you just was showing like I can tell you probably asked for my name before the meeting they said what's his name again and, you know so it was like a slap in the face of a sign of disrespect like he really didn't do his homework he didn't care for me so I don't want to, be, I don't want to pay for a guy that don't even know my name and 
don't even care that you know he barely even tried to recruit me so I don't want to take nobody like that so I, that, that was just a sign of disrespect for me then he called my daddy Mr. he called my pops Mr. Mr. Greg like it was I mean Mr. Craig it was just bad. Oh. we don't mess, we don't mess around in Bluff City man <laughs> Bluff City doesn't mess around yeah talk to him let him know Right, so yeah, that's what that's that was the that was the story behind it. It wasn't just that like, I was thinking like, oh, I'm this um, top notch player, and I'm so good that people should come. But like, no, nah, it was just it was a lot more to it. They caught me. My dad, he caught my dad and Mr. Craig. He caught my dad with the wrong name twice. Wow, me uh, twice. So yeah, it was just bad, man. It was just a terrible um, meeting. And, and actually, what made it even worse was he was at a he was at a award ceremony for me wow so that was even worse the, yeah the, the war ceremony that he was there speaking at was for me it was for me and me only and he didn't even know my name that's tight that's wow. he didn't even know my name so it, it, was, bad. it was all bad man. So it's I amazing said, how these I kind said, of yeah, things I won't be doing yeah, it's amazing how these things can kind of play in, in, in a role in, in, in where a kid goes, you know, where, where a young kid goes to school, man, especially a top-notch player. I mean, you, you got to be, as a recruiter, you got to be on your P's and Q's at all times. So, I get it. I get it, man. You, got to, bro. you know, I get it. Well, Co- Coach Shannon. It, it means a lot to a kid who come to his house and you, and, you t- and you tell him, like, oh, yeah, I heard that you love whatever red kool-aid like you know it's something so small but that means so much like you know it's for somebody that knows so much about you, don't even know you it's just show that they doing their homework and they really want you it show how much they interest you in so yeah, it just you know it show it it, 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 meant, it, meant, it, meant, it meant so much to me for him to for him to not know my name i mean, I mean I'm, I'm saying the bad way it meant it, it, it just made me feel so bad like for him to not even know my name he had a award ceremony for me and he didn't even know my name i was the top player in the state so i just i don't know it's, i guess it's showing with his record though that's, that's why he wanted to do it because he didn't probably care about his players that much anyway there you go that's awesome some yeah. good stuff from greg Carrera, yeah. man. i like it i like it i like it hey listen before before we before we let you go man, hey, got, hey. what's up tell me tell me no, no, I was just about to say, man, I'm telling you, your, your players, I'm telling you, like, your players will play for you based on, you know, they, your players, okay, put it like this, a lot of um, a lot of winning come from players not wanting to let their coach down, like, a lot of winning don't just come from coaches being great, like, some players respect their coach so much, they like, man, I can't let coach down, man, we gotta put this for coach, man, he, he, he do this and he do this for us, he do this and he do that for us, man, and he put so much work in until we got you, we can't let him down, so that, that plays a big role in it, man, so, if you don't know my name, like, I know I'm not gonna respect you as a coach, man. I know you don't play every part of me not respecting you as a coach, and I ain't gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna want to win it for you, like. So that's what I'm telling you, man. That play a big role in it. Play a big role in football, man. People don't know that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Shaq ain't just winning from just coaching. He's winning from me, of course. Well, of course, coaching. But uh, but I'm sure his players respect him so much that they want to win for this guy, like, because he's a good person and he take care of his players. Right. Yeah. He's got him believing so, in him. Well, yeah. I, I remember that they they, they they came out that uh, I believe after a game you got against Texas A&M down here in the Orange Bowl you guys blew out Texas A&M and then you and Ray, you and Coach Shannon were sending, exchanging texts late, super late at night what were the how, how often did you, were you able to text your coach so so early in the early hours of the morning uh, with, with Randy Shannon 
Now you got to send them in text and say, what's going on here? How you how you going to be coaching the Florida Gators, a head coach at Florida now? <laughs> right? That's a disrespect right there. <laughs> not going to hear it. Yeah, he sure is. Sure is. Just cool. So check this out. We're going to wrap it up here, but I got one more thing for you. Give me give me a score and, and, and let me know what you think the outcome of this game is and, and, and how the Canes can win it. Um, so, um, uh, uh, the final score is against Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a defensive game, so I think this is going to be like the score will end up being like 24 to 21. I think it's like a, you know, I think it's going to be like an odd number, like 27 to 22 or something. You know, it's going to be one of them type of games. A lot of field goals and, you know, safety or something like that. It's going to be like 27 to 22 or something. <laughs> as long as we kind of come like out on top, I'm number. good. As long as we win. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. 27 UM to 22. Nice. It's gonna be something like that. Okay. All right. Greg, I want to thank you, man, for coming on yeah. for coming on the show with us. I really truly appreciate it. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again sometime when we uh, when we talk about some more Kings football, man. I do I do want to appreciate it again. Greg Cooper, University of Miami football running back, former running back. Thanks again, Greg. Appreciate it, G. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, buddy. We'll talk. Take care. All right. Yeah. Man, he really did that. He really did. He really did not like Philip Fulmer messing up his no, name. He really, it brought back some old memories for him. He didn't like a lot of things, and I like how he said that. This is the biggest game for Virginia Tech. It ain't the biggest game for Miami. I mean, you can feel that Kane's. Yeah. You know, and I and I, I'm not a big fan of saying this, but that Kane's swagger, right? Yeah. That Kane's, uh, you know, kind of uh, cockiness in him. You know, even even though he wasn't a part of the best teams, but uh, but. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's good to hear. It's yeah, I mean, he had some big, he had some big plays against Florida State. You remember that Texas A&M game? And I remember him texting, telling the story, texting Randy Shannon. He texted Randy Shannon whenever he wants it late in the night. That's awesome. And he cares the players. And that's cool. Randy Shannon was. A and great now you know, we just we just alerted him right now that he's now the head coach of Florida. Oh yeah, he's gonna get a good text. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what if he says the same number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. Uh, we're probably going to wrap it up now. I really, I want to thank again. I want to thank Eric Marrero for coming on the show. I want to thank Devin Perez. I also want to thank uh, Abraham Kawa and of course 
G. Coop, Greg Cooper, for coming on the show. Robbie, it's been a pleasure, man. I appreciate it again. This is episode 14 of the Weekly Sports Shop. You can listen to it. Was it on like Star Wars? <laughs> the Weekly Sports Shop, episode, episode 14. 14. We should change. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my intro music to some Star Wars music is what I'm going to do. We're going to have like the credits rolling down on the screen <laughs> to start the show on the Facebook Live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, check it out on SoundCloud and on iTunes. You can always hear it over, over on sportsovertime.com. Every Friday we will be on sportsovertime.com and on Miami Media School's Facebook Live. Um, Robbie, you can find Robbie on Twitter, is it? No, Robbie, yeah, what do you have? You got Twitter. I have Twitter. Arkham, but one. So happy to take off these headphones now. Arkham, yeah, he's been messing with the headphones the whole entire time. He's broken them three times. Sean's going to come in here in a second and tell him something, maybe oh, yeah, fire him. That, yeah. I don't know what the, what the hell's going to happen, oh, but... but. <laughs> You can, you can follow him on Twitter at Robbie Campbell One. R Campbell One. R, I'm sorry, R Campbell One. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us, the Weekly Sports Drop, on Twitter. It's at Sports Drop Jocks. You can also follow us on Instagram. Uh, just type in the Weekly Sports Drop. And also on, again, did I already say oh, SoundCloud and iTunes? Yep. I did say that already, right? Uh, follow us on there. We appreciate you guys listening in. Next week will be a good one because we're going to preview Notre Dame and oh, Miami. Oh, my God. Imagine the guests we get, we get on that for that oh, show. Yeah. I mean, we got to get some Golden Domers on here. Oh, the Domers. Uh, we're going to get, the, get, get the, the guys who made that 30 for that stupid 30 for 30. <laughs> we can get Billy Corbin on. Billy Corbin on. That would be fun, right? I know uh, Cersei, you know, he was uh, he's a big part of, the, part of that 30 for 30. And he's the one that said, like, hey, man. I'm glad we didn't go for. I'm glad we didn't kick the extra point. I'm glad we went for two, even though we lost. You know, yeah, we could have split a national title with Notre Dame, but I wouldn't have worn the ring knowing I had to share it with Notre Dame to do it. Oh. I had to tie with Notre Dame to get that ring. That, that's just hard hitting stuff. <laughs> by the way, FAU is up by six. Uh, I'm not, not going to entertain this degenerateness from from Robbie. I'm done with him. I'm done. <laughs> in case anybody's wondering, <laughs> this is the All weekly right. sports drop. I'm your host, Jazz Santana. We will see you next week. Peace. Fiesta Hits. More music. Fiesta.